0: Previously on A New Winter I just want you to know that whatever you see in there, I said you can't unsee Lauren stared back at me I lifted my hand off hers she nodded and opened the door This is episode 51 of A New Winter She opened the door and inside there was a bright white room. Standing in the middle was her father. He was dressed in what looked like the hospital outfit I'd once been in only hours ago. He was slim, bearded and had a very kind face. He smiled and tilted his head to one side. Hello Lauren. Daddy, she shouted and ran towards him. Finally we found you. She hugged him and he hugged her back. I've always been here. Then he lifted his eyes to me. Who's he? She turned around. He's a friend. He he helped me find you. You think? You think he's your friend? Lauren looked confused. Why do you you know him? Oh, I know him. He said, scowling at me. I know him. I know all of them. I hadn't seen this man before, but he was looking at me like I had. Like. Maybe I'd wronged him somehow. He seemed to no longer care that Lauren was there. Instead, he was just focusing his attention on me. I shivered. It made me feel uneasy. His head had tilted forward, and he was staring from under his brow at me. I know him. He growled in my direction. Lauren was confused, but Daddy and I, and he shoved her out of the way. Then that out a huge roar and came towards me. This sudden burst of anger is something that actually I had anticipated before I had even entered this room. I don't know why, it just seemed expected. As he ran towards me I made an effort to dodge his attacks but his pure rage was almost too much to handle. I covered my head but felt him pounding away at it, relentless, trying to smash my skull open. Lauren was shouting at him to stop but he just kept going. I began to get impatient and wanted to fight back and just as that thought had crossed my mind. I suddenly heard him scream out in terror I stood up and saw that from my body were black tendrils emerging from my skin Like hundreds of thin roots of a tree Like tiny black blood vessels connecting me with Lauren's father They were crawling into his flesh I could see them moving about underneath his skin On his arms, into his mouth, under his face I didn't have any control over it In fact, I was shocked myself Lauren was screaming, what are you doing, you're killing him "'Nothing,' I said. "'It's it's just happening. "'Stop it,' she shouted at me. "'Stop it now.' "'I... I can't. "'I couldn't move from my spot. "'I was staring in disbelief "'as it looked like her dad was starting to "'disappear into the black tendrils, "'growing in numbers and in thicker and thicker. "'He was being absorbed into me. "'Jesus,' I said. "'Stop me, Lauren. "'Find something to cut these things with.' "'But the room was bare.' Lauren was getting hysterical until it was too late. The screaming subsided. And soon, where once stood a man, was a pool of black oil that was still being absorbed into my body by these... things. When they'd finally retracted inside of me, I could move properly. I checked myself over. What happened? What was this inside of me? Lauren started throwing her fists against my chest, tears streaming down her face you killed him you killed my father I didn't do anything I started to protest but Lauren kept going until she just collapsed on the floor in a fit of tears I tried to console her but it was no use and just then the lights went out and we were drenched in darkness Lauren grabbed onto me in fear what's happening now she said I don't know but I think we need to get out of here. I picked her up off the floor and put my hand in front of me as a guide. I led us to where I believed the door was and found it. I opened it up and felt a rush of cool air against my face. We fumbled through the dark. It was completely silent save for our heavy breathing. I kept against the wall and from the distance I heard a baby crying. We both paused. What the fuck is that, Lauren asked. it It sounds like a baby. "'No fucking shit,' she said. "'Where is it coming from? "'Do we head towards it? Away from it? I'm, "'I'm not sure. I don't know how all this works.' "'But then it seemed like we didn't have much of a choice "'because the crying was getting closer. "'Oh, God,' Lauren whispered. "'It's coming! "'Come on, we can't go back in there now. We need to move.' "'I kept shuffling on, hoping to fill some kind of space, "'but this this wall, this corridor, seemed to go on forever.' And as we ventured further down, the crying was getting louder and louder. My God, Lauren said, it's unbearable, it's driving me mad. I wasn't listening. Instead, I felt the urge to just steam right through it. Whatever was coming for us, there was nothing much we could do. But she was right. It was starting to drive me insane. The noise was extremely close now, and it was all I could hear. This baby this crying baby filling my head, scratching at my very soul. Then suddenly I felt a door and just as his screaming was upon us, I opened it and went through. The light inside was blinding but the screaming had finally stopped. My eyes slowly adjusted and I saw I was somewhere familiar. In the middle of the room was the wired man, the skeleton hooked up to a bunch of TVs and screens. The room was bathed in neon lights and the Humming of electricity floated through the air. You're learning, the voice boomed through the speaker. Maybe you actually get through this one. I see you've met Lauren. Who's speaking? Lauren said, looking around the room. He is, I nodded, and pointed to the skeleton in the middle. He's hooked up to all of this. What? All of what? What is this? She asked. I I, I still don't know. Tell me, the voice continued. Have you decided what you're going to do yet? Me, I answered. What do you mean? Are you going to go back? Back to the reality of the town? Are you going to keep up this charade? Charade? what charade? You're making things confusing for yourself. Your mind isn't going to be able to cling on for much longer. You need to accept it or move on. Where'd Lauren gone? Accept what? I asked. We keep dancing in these circles, the voice boomed. You are the closest thing I have to living forever. You've met Bob, that's a big step. Do you understand what he is, what he represents to us all? No, not really. Well, there's only so many variables I can manage. Ultimately, you are the key to unlocking everything. You're so close now. I can send you back, but I need that favour. It's very, very small. Okay then, what is it? I said, this small favour of yours. If you do make it through, if you are the chosen version, the most complete and true version that's been created, then when the time comes, you must pull out all of the wires that are attached to my head and, and absorb me. Absorb you? Yes, you have the creature inside you now, don't you? I can feel it, I can sense it, and that's a huge step. That's further than anyone has ever got. Your bravery is commendable and for that, I truly think that this will be the time when the war ends, when everything becomes aligned and I can truly live forever through you in peace. Yeah, sure, why not? If that's, if that's what you want, I'll try. But I'll need to know some answers first. Well, I'll answer what I can, the voice responded. I asked Bob this and he, he told me that I killed Kate Stockwell, is this true? It's not for me to answer that. You'll come to understand why. It's too easy if I just tell you. Bob has his claws in you now. He tells you what you want to hear or what might help him achieve his goal. And what is his goal? I asked. His goal, the voice answered, is to keep you in this town forever. A shiver went down my spine. Why do you want to do that? I asked well if you leave, he leaves he's been feeding on the chaos on the evil, the death of this town I can't tell you the depths of his depravity he'll want you to commit to being here he'll give you a purpose, this war of his he'll keep you occupied and anything really to stop you leaving but what, what about this, this tumour, this fact that I'm dying, what about it? look, there's only so much I can do you may think I'm controlling the situation, but, really, I'm at your control. Look at the screens. And with that, all the many screens surrounding the room flicked on. See? And I walked around, looking at each one in turn. They all had a variety of different memories. Mixed in with films, TV shows, concerts, texts from some of my favourite writers. What is this? This is you, the voice said clues are all around you it can happen any time you may think you don't have a choice but you do where's Lauren gone I'm here I heard her say and turned around to see her smiling at me did you hear all of that that he said I asked hear what she said and I looked at the wired man it's your choice the voice said again now go back to whatever time you want wherever you like and with that I closed my eyes and in a bright blue flash I opened them back up to find myself back at the top of the tower but in the middle of the night as I looked out over the town the moonlight lit up the sea of trees and fields they were completely covered in snow thick and untouched it was winter again and I was home I walked down the stairs to the ground and could feel the silence around me it made me uneasy but At least I was back in familiar surroundings. I slowly made my way back home. There was the odd car, the odd person walking along, and from the model of the car, and the way that the people were dressed, it seemed as if I was back in the winter of 2000. As I walked through the front door of my house, I noticed that it was almost exactly the same as I'd left it, but slightly dingier, like this place hadn't been lived in for a while. Though the kitchen still seemed to be full of food There freshly washed dishes And it just looked like some things had been Specifically used and the rest left Completely alone For what must be a long time I walked upstairs My room was the same at least Not covered in any dust either And I laid down I felt like all I'd been doing was chasing my tail But now I was coming close to something Some kind of Realisation I fell asleep and had what was the best sleep I'd had for a while. It was deep, relaxing, and dream-free. When I woke up, the morning felt like a fresh start, a new beginning. I washed and looked at myself in the bathroom mirror. What I saw was something that I had not prepared for, that made me question everything and everyone. My whole world had just been turned upside down. Because looking back at me in the mirror was a middle-aged man, and what was worse is I knew this was me. This was the real me. I want to say a thank you to all my patrons for supporting the show. You can be a patron yourself by heading over to Patreon.com/slash A New Winter. You can also follow us on Facebook facebook.com slash new winter or on twitter at a new winter or you can email us at new winter at gmail.com please do support the show by leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice the more people that review the more listeners we get we're also part of the dark myths group you can go to darkmyths.org where you'll find other podcasts similar to this one music is by we talk of dreams thank you for listening
1: yahoofinance.com.